Welcome to the Writer's Way podcast, where we celebrate writers who have completed their books and inspire writers who haven't. Join Lori and her guests as they talk about writing, books, and life in between chapters. Hello, everybody. Welcome again to the Writer's Way podcast, where we talk to authors and find out what makes them tick. So please welcome Paula Lancaster. Hello, Paula. Hello, and thank you for having me on. Oh, gosh, you're so welcome. Thank you for coming on with me. It's still very new, so I'm learning, and um, but it's been a lot of fun. It's really fun to talk to people like this about books. Oh, that's great. I mean, for me, it's this is very new, so I'm excited. Yeah, I could talk about books all day. So, <laughs> um, Okay, so let's start. Share with people sort of who you are and what you do, and then you okay. can share with um, us about your book. Um, I am Paula Lancaster, and I'm a mom to two beautiful girls, um, and my youngest daughter was diagnosed with a gastrointestinal disorder when she was very young, and so um, back then, which was about 10 years ago, I didn't really have any resources to go to to kind of explain to other children and also adults what this was because it's such a long name, and um, and it's very complicated. So I sort of I just started kind of writing, and so um, I had like about six different manuscripts that I actually just had sitting around and didn't do anything with because I couldn't find anybody to publish them. So that's yeah, been a that was like ten years ago. Yeah, exactly, and that was like ten years ago. Yes, yes. Yeah. So just when the Kindle was being released and that really is what was the big um change in the whole publishing yeah world. absolutely but that's a very common thing that you know we all kind of looked around and like who's going to come publish my book but then yeah something motivated you to figure it out and do it yourself so can you point to one thing that that was the big kicker or well i think i was um just inspired by you know by other people and realizing and learning that you know oh i can self publish and so that was huge because i just had these you know these files sitting around on a, like a flash drive for years and um because i couldn't find a publishing company to represent me then i just had them sitting and so i was very excited to find out that i could actually do it myself and it was so much easier and you know and it happened pretty quickly once I figured it out. Mm -hmm. Awesome. And talk to me about, so you have this idea, you're looking for resources for your daughter. There isn't any. So you write this book and you're not published yet and you're not quite sure you're going to be. So how are you feeling at that point? Well, it was, at first it was a little, you know, I guess, you know, I was a little saddened by it and, you know, it kind of, you take it personally, but then I realized too, I still shared the story. I just didn't have a book with it, you know? And so I would share this story of my daughter having a feeding tube because of her um, gastrointestinal disorder. So I shared the story. I just didn't have a book to go along with it. And, um, but it was a little, you know, you feel defeated a little, you know, um, just wondering, well, my daughter, even though it's a rare disorder, it's not that rare. So, you know, I knew that the book would be helpful to other children and other families. So it, it was, it was tough at first. So. And yeah. then you made the decision, you figured out what to do and you did it. And then how did you feel when Emma's special tummy was finally released? I, I felt amazing. It felt so great because it was finally done. And my daughter, I let her have input because of course now she's, 11. And so she was able to give input on, um, 
on Emma and um, and just some things about the book. And so that was the very exciting part, too, is just having her old enough to put uh, give me input for the book. And, and just to actually have it in my hand was very exciting. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> you were proud. <laughs> oh, absolutely. It was a long time coming. <laughs> a very long and time. Proud? Like, oh, absolutely. Yeah. I mean, my daughter, you know, just to to say basically that it's her, you know, and so this was her story. And so she's very excited and it, she gets tickled when people ask for her autograph in the book. <laughs> so, oh, that's so cute. It's so, yeah, so that's fun. Cool. And when you mentioned yeah. you had lots of stories, like do you have lots more stories and are they all about Emma or do you have a variety? Well, they are about her because her journey was, is very different, you know, with um, her having so many food allergies that, um, a typical birthday party for us is not typical for everyone else. And so I kind of wrote about that. You know, we don't have we didn't have the typical birthday cake. So we had to be creative. And so so there were some stories that I wrote kind of about about her journey along the way. So they they're all about Emma, but um, there's just different parts of her life. So, so this yeah, could be a series. you could have a whole series of. Yes. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. And to give people an idea, so you kind of wrote it on and off for 10 years, but then once you decided um, to publish it yourself, how long did that process take? It did not take long. I mean, I, it was so funny because I wrote it so long ago that once I looked at it, I realized, Oh, I, this is, you know, it definitely needs some help. And so I sort of rewrote it and, you know, had great help with, um, and, you know, you've been great and helpful with it as well. And just having people edit it and help me along the way. Mm -hmm. Um, but I would, I would say maybe a couple months and then I was getting it published. So, um, just getting it illustrated. And I think that because I'm so picky about things that probably took the longest, but, um, that's my graphic designer background too. So I was very picky, well, um, but it did, yeah, I mean, definitely. So I kind of went in and tweaked some things on my own, but it, it took a couple months, but it didn't take long at all. I mean, considering yeah. it had been wait, you know, sitting for 10 years. <laughs> right. So, so and that, yeah. that's really similar to my story because my book sat for 10 years and then I, once I made the decision to publish, like to you know, be vulnerable and put it out there in the world, which was a tough choice uh, for me anyway. Um, And I, I sort of researched, you know, how long it would take if I went the traditional publishing route versus how long it would take if I self published. And if you go traditional, even if you have green lights the whole way, it's two to three years. And like you said, if you self publish, it can be ready in, in months. And it, for a picture book, it is the illustrations that usually take the longest. And I'm a very impatient person. So as soon as I found that out, uh, I didn't even try that route. I was like, no, I've waited 10 years. I am not waiting two more years, you know, and I think it was five months for me. So I think it's uh, cool for people to to learn that and how quickly it can happen. Absolutely. I mean, the publishing industry is interesting, too. So I felt a little judged like, oh, well, maybe my they feel like my story is not good enough or, you know, and yet I took it personally because it was my daughter's story. So yeah. that's the other thing. <laughs> yes, they are, I think, affectionately referred to as the gatekeepers in a lot of um, writers, circles, writer groups. And it's because they have the power to say yes or no. And I think you're right. right. I think that it it does feel like you're being judged for your work and your life almost when you write about your life right. as well. And that's not a, 
That's not a nice feeling. No, not at all. No, Especially when no. it comes to your children. You're, it's you're very protective. Right. So I'm so happy that you, you know, even though you felt that way, you persevered and you came out the other side and now you have a book and like, yay you. I feel like that kind of judgment for a lot of people might make them shut down and stop and you know, throw the Yes, absolutely. Throw the thumb drive because out. I mean, had I, you know, not gotten the information, I, you know, I found out and later, of course, many years later that I could publish it. And so that made all the difference in the world. And I think a lot of people do feel defeated and then they just give up on it. And I just, you know, of course, the biggest lesson is to not give up and just keep moving ahead with your book because your story is, is something is so important that someone else needs to hear it. Oh, I love that so much. So that was going to be my next, my next question for you is what advice do you have for people? So don't give up. Keep yes, going. absolutely. Keep yep. going. I mean, I got a picture of a little girl holding my book and her mom said that, you know, her daughter walked around with the book and said, this was me when I was in the hospital. And I, it brought tears to my eyes, but it was the best thing. If I hadn't sold another book, I was so content with that. So that's why I did it. So it could help someone else. Oh, I love that. Thank you. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I know you're getting teary eyed, but that's what I mean. I was just a, I was just bawling. So yeah. it was such a beautiful yeah. story and she's such a little girl, but you know, a young girl, but you know, just the feeling of a child knowing if they, that they've been hospitalized, that there's someone else out there who has the same disorder or at least has a feeding tube and, you know, maybe going through something similar yeah. it, that they're not alone. And that's why I did it. So, okay. yeah. Okay. So it is important that we get our stories out there, whatever the story is, because I it could agree. be helpful to someone else. I agree so much. That's great. What are, is there another, um, you know, important lesson that you've learned through this process that you can share? Just be patient, <laughs> you know, even with yourself, because, you know, it gets frustrating at times. And so I think the biggest thing is to be patient and also just keep moving ahead and don't give up. That's the biggest lesson is mm, yeah. it's possible. Yeah. Just keep keep at it. It's possible. Just keep writing. Just keep writing. <laughs> yes. Yes. Keep writing and just be ready. Always be ready. OK. Yeah. So. Um, I told you I was going to ask this question. I, I hope you're okay with it. And I'm asking everybody because I think mm -hmm. it's really important to share this part of it. And that's the money that you've earned. And I think it's important so that people have a realistic idea um, of what's going to happen after they publish their book. So how many dollar signs have you earned? Well, I am not quite there yet with a profit. Um, and I know that, you know, that will come. And yeah. so I think people need to be realistic about that, too. You know, it would be great to sell a million books. Yeah. Um, but, you know, like I said, that one book made the difference in the world to me, just selling that, knowing that little girl, it helped her. But, you know, realistically, just being patient with it, but also um, pushing forward, whether you're selling them uh, wherever you're selling them online, but also selling them other places as well. Um, you're your biggest advocate and, you know, you're also your publicist. Yeah. <laughs> so I think yeah. just, just, you know, putting it out there and marketing yourself and your book too. So just, you know, pushing ahead. So I know the dollars will come. Yeah. I think that's terrific advice. And I know that you have a plan for when you have more dollar signs rolling in. So share with us what that plan is. Well, the plan is to create the Emma's special tummy doll. And so I've been working on the, prototype for that. And I'm very excited about that. 
Um, and just because I think there's so many children that who are hospitalized and so to give them a soft doll that they can take with them to the hospital and just cuddle and the doll has a feeding tube just like they'll have. And so it's, it's something that it just means the world to me. And, you know, and that's, it's just been great working on that as well. And I can't wait to get that out there. Oh, I love that. Okay. Next, next interview, I'm going to have the tissues ready because (laughs) right here. Um, so, I know that you do speaking engagements and you do some traveling to educate people about, you know, children's allergies and things. Did that, did you do that before the book or did it just come after? Can you explain how that sort of came about? Well, I mean, I've, I've kind of gone around just because of my daughter's disorder and just kind of educating people in general. Um, so I've been doing it for a while because, um, like I said, I wrote this book 10 years ago, but I didn't have it published. And so I would actually go around and talk about my daughter's disorder and why she had a feeding tube. And so um, so I've been doing it for a while, a while and just as as an advocate for my daughter, it just became who I am and, you know, who we are together because... I have to put it out there and just, you know, explain the importance of um, food allergies and just educating teachers as well as, you know, other children about it. So, yeah, yeah, it's been huge, but it's something I've done all along. And do you see it turning into a bit of a business? Is it really something you're just going to continue doing, like, to help and to, like, volunteer about or? Yeah, I mean, I definitely, I I kind of, it's funny, it came to me because I was constantly giving advice and giving information out. And so I did um, turn it into a business. So I'm a food allergy advocate and consultant. Mm -hmm. And I just recently created a toolkit to help other parents kind of walk through and uh, navigate the school system, grocery stores, meal planning, uh, travel and other things that are just a part of life that is not just, you know, for us, it's not just so simple. So we have to be a little bit more cautious and, and just, you know, prepared for everything oh, every situation wonderful. that's wonderful. yeah yes um where can people find that or find you or well i'm it's easy i'm it's at paulalancaster.com mm-hmm. and that's my website and so there's information about the toolkit as well as emma's special tummy and um so it's it's just it's an informational site but it's also um it gives you tools that you can use and the toolkit is there so it's just a training to walk parents through um just navigating everyday life. Oh, I think that's so important. I have a severe nut allergy. I'm lucky enough. My kids don't have it. They don't have any allergies yet. But I remember going, you know, when they're, they're not quite two, you don't know if they do necessarily yet or not. So I remember going to those play places and parents would give their kids, um, nut snacks all, you know, and you can see it. And so I'm aware from my own self, but then I saw the kids go through the place and, you know, touch everything. Touch everything, yes. Oh my goodness, the potential for disaster is huge there. And so I just felt so fortunate for myself because I I knew what I would have to be dealing with if my kids had allergies. So, um, you know, for for what you're talking about and how severe it is, like it's just such a mountain that people without allergies have no idea. It, it really is. And it's that's, you know, why I'm out here just trying to educate people and especially schools, because that's a big thing is just to make sure kids are safe in school. It's easy to protect your, your children at home, but yeah. school is another yeah. story. So yeah. just kind of educating them and helping them make the parents feel a little bit more comfortable about yeah. the kids being safe yeah. at school. Yeah, I imagine yeah. it's hard to let them go. <laughs> yeah, it, it's tough. It's tough. Yeah. So I, yeah. Emma's doing well. Yes, she's doing very well and mm-hmm. thriving, just entered middle school this year. So, Ooh, well, 
okay. <laughs> that's scary enough. That's scary without the food allergies. So yes, but she's doing very well. Oh, and now cool. she's old enough to really manage her own allergies, which is great. So that's she's very, very good with um, just being aware of her, you know, what she can have and what people are eating around her as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. I love this. So you did the book. You really had a purpose. You really had a, you know, a goal of helping and educating. And if there's other parents um, really, you know, with a strong message like you is let's leave on. um, Do you have one last thing to say to parents like you? Absolutely. If you have a story to share, share it. I mean, don't, you know, give up on it. Put it out there. It can help somebody else and especially people with children. If you have a story, it needs to be heard. That's my biggest message for today. Oh, I love that. Thank you so much, Paula. Thank you for having me on here, Lori. I really appreciate it. Oh, you're welcome. My pleasure. Thank you for starting off with me. You know, I'm still new. So say goodbye. (laughs) I'll stop the recording, but I want to chat with you. Okay. (laughs) Okay. Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye, everyone. You've been listening to the Writer's Way podcast. For show notes, links to guests' information, and to learn more about the Writer's Way, check out loririder.com. Until next week, enjoy this chapter of your life.